Welcome back to the Travel Brand Podcast. I am you, Winton. I hope you're all well. Saturday night, March 2nd, 2019. Thought I would try to get this done tonight. If not, I'll finish it up tomorrow. But I hope you're all well. Start that new job on Monday. A little bit nervous and excited at the same time. Do not know what to expect, but I'm going to go in there with open eyes and ears and see how it goes. I have a couple other companies that are interested in talking to me. There's one down in Tumwater. It's down by Olympia. And another one up in the Seattle area. It always seems to go that way, you know. You get a job and then all of a sudden you get responses back from the 40 or 50 resumes I sent out in the last month. A lot of resumes. Been out of work for about seven weeks. That's a long time for me. The biggest thing I'm going to have to get used to again is getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Because that is brutal. But I'll make sure the coffee pot's ready, set, and greets me at 4.05 a.m. With a nice, big, fat, hot cup of black go juice, as it were. Well, being out of work for the last seven weeks, I've had a lot of time to read, watch the news... And, you know, just follow some of what's going on in the world. And what I came across is something that you will all remember, I think, was that dude that went on that island over there just west of India and decided that he was going to go ahead and go onto this island that has nothing but indigenous people. Haven't been bothered by anybody for 16,000 years. He decided he's going to go in there and convert them to Christianity. He's going to turn them into Christian people, just like the missionaries and the whites did to the American Indians. They weren't going to have any part of that. He was warned by the fishermen. They said, no, no, no. You don't want to go over there because they'll just kill you. He was warned by the government of India. said, no, no, no. You're not supposed to go there. They will kill you. Well, he decided, no, I'm the good Christian man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go there and uh, I'm going to ride my kayak in and I'm going to convert them native peoples. Didn't get very far onto the beach before he was shot with a bunch of arrows and killed. That kind of reminded me of the time my history teacher said, they couldn't make arrows, man. There was no way possible to make arrows. It just was not possible. Very possible. Because that's what they killed this guy with. Now you tell me that these guys have been there for all them years and they couldn't make an arrow? Oh yeah, they did. Arrows and spears, baby. He's dead now. And the funny thing is, those people are protected by the government. You see, the government of India don't want these indigenous people bothered just like the indigenous people don't want to be bothered, man. They don't want your gifts. They don't want your pigs. See, some people thought they would bring some pigs over there and let them free on the beach. So they let a pig go on the beach and those indigenous people slaughtered that pig and promptly just buried it in the sand. They don't want anything to do with it. They don't want to be bothered. They're probably intelligent enough to know that any strange human beings can bring disease or something it's kind of crazy you see them on the beach they're 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 indigenous people they have never 
seen a cell phone, never had running water, never had electricity. Seemed to be doing okay to me. They say there's somewhere between 50 and 500 of them guys there. Lived there for all them years and they just living their lives, man. Living their lives. They even had some missionaries back in 1956, I think, down in Ecuador. There was five of them. And there were five Christian young lads and they were going to go down there and they were going to convert the Ecuadorians, teach them how to be good Christian people. And the next thing you know, they're dead. Dead, dead, dead. And they were warned. What goes through the minds of these people that think they can actually go to these indigenous cultures that have not been bothered for thousands and thousands of years and convert them to Christianity? Huh. Just imagine if the indigenous people had done that 500 years ago. Just went ahead and massacred Christopher Columbus and his boys, his lost boys, the conquistadors, the Spaniards, the pilgrims. Just massacred them as soon as they hit the beach. It would be a whole different ballgame now, a whole different story. If we'd have done that, if my ancestors would have done that. Pushed them Mexicans back down to Mexico. Or just gave them whatever land they had there. But no. Today I guess we had Texas celebrated independence. Texas. Independence Day, man. After they pushed the Mexicans down and bought that land. I heard they bought the Texas and California, Colorado, New Mexico from the Mexicans. Paid them something like $15 million. Now how come they weren't paying any of the Indians money for taking their land? Why didn't they just pay them off? Oh, that's right. They did pay them a little bit. They paid them pennies on the on the dollar. What they would do with the Indians is put them into debt. And then when they couldn't pay that debt, they would say, Well, you can go ahead and give us those 500,000 acres there for that $10 you owe us and we'll call it a day. And then we'll shuffle you along to your reservation and then we'll make you so dependent on us that you'll be begging us to take your children off to boarding schools to assimilate them and turn them into God-fearing Christians. Just like the Christians that came over from Europe and Spain. So apparently this John Allen Cho, or Chow, was warned by many, 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 many people. He said, don't go over there, and he did. I don't know whether he died a martyr or just died stupid. Just doesn't make any sense to me. I am very, very happy that the Indian government is protecting that island and protecting those people, though. Even the Navy is doing their part in keeping the people away from them. I mean, could you just imagine those people being there for 16,000 years or so, or whatever it is, and somebody goes there and they catch smallpox, or chickenpox, or the measles, or even a common cold. It could devastate a man. It could destroy that group of people that have been there for all them years. It just doesn't make sense why people want to bother them. Just leave them alone. Leave them alone, man. I do need to go back in time and retract what I said one time about Nathan Phillips. He did not serve in the Vietnam War. He was, in fact, in the military. He was a Marine, but he wasn't in battle. I picked that up from one of the New York Times or one of the Times reports that was wrong, wrong, wrong. So now what we have is 
that one young white man that was at the protest against the abortion rights over there, and they were all wearing those mega hats. You remember his name, Nick Sandman? Well, he's going to go ahead and he's going to sue the newspaper for, get this people, $250 million. That's right, $250 million because he was vilified. The newspaper made him look bad. No, man, you made yourself look bad. You look like a freaking idiot standing there with a stupid, shitty-eating grin on your face, smiling and slobbering all over yourself. And then you look for pity. You go on television looking for pity. I wish I wouldn't have done it. I wish him and I could just sit down and have a conversation. Wah, wah, wah. Now you're going to sue the newspaper for $250 million. They'll probably settle for ten. You're set for the rest of your life. It's not like you weren't already set with your life. Going to a nice Catholic school where they're supposed to be good boys and good girls. And we know all you kids are little potheads anyway. But this is what America is. Everybody gets to sue everybody. I don't understand it. Why can't I sue somebody? I want to sue somebody. I only need a couple hundred thousand dollars. I'm not looking for 20 million or 250 million. But a little something-something would be nice. So you listeners out there, look up Nathan Phillips or Nick Sandman and tell me what you think about what you see and how you feel about that whole protesting thing. I personally think it's just a bunch of hooey. And I personally think that social media is the toilet of all media. It's a bunch of garbage. Everybody has their own opinions about what they think. And if somebody says something sideways or something crossways, that it's a horrible, horrible thing. Freedom of speech, man. Freedom of speech. It's one of our first amendments in the world. We're supposed to be able to say how we feel, say what we think, without any repercussion. Without government stepping on our friggin' necks and telling us, you can't think that way, you can't feel that way. Shame on you. No, fuck that, man. I can think and feel the way I want. And so can you guys. We all just need to do it. Just because my opinion doesn't match yours, doesn't mean I'm wrong. Doesn't mean I'm right. It just means I speak and think freely in these United States of America. This is the land of the free, man. Just go over there to uh, New York City and go to the, uh, what is that, the Statue of Liberty? That's where it's all at, baby. You go there and that's where you can find freedom. Go to America. You can find that freedom. And just because I think those MAGA hats are for tools, doesn't mean I'm right or wrong. It doesn't really matter what I think. All I know is I wouldn't be caught dead wearing one. I mean, since when was America ungrate? I mean, I'm an American Indian, and I still believe, I have to believe, that America is the greatest country on earth. I may not like how we got here. In fact, I hate how we got here. But we're here. And believe it or not, we ain't going anywhere. We're going to stick it out. I cannot stand how we got here. The slavery, the oppression, the disease, the massacres, the stealing, all that stuff. But we're here now. And we have to deal with it. Maybe we can get some change. I would like to sue for, not for money, but let's say 
I don't have to pay federal income tax anymore. There's people that really believe that American Indians don't have to pay taxes. And that's how uneducated many, many, many people are. The federal government, the schools, haven't taught the truth. Haven't taught the real deal, man. People are actually so ignorant to the fact that American Indians are just like you. We have to pay taxes. We have to pay rent. We have to pay for medical. We have to pay for dental. We have to pay for everything just like you. I don't get no tax breaks. I don't get no freebies, man. If I could get a freebie, I would love it. But I haven't gotten a freebie my whole life except when I was growing up on welfare. And that wasn't so free, was it? No, it was not. Oh, sure, you have some of your reservation Indians who get a discount, but nothing is owned. For instance, I go down back to Elwha and I decide, hey, I would like to have a house. I want some tribal housing. Can I have some tribal housing? Oh, sure, Pat. Come on down. You can get some tribal housing. You can pay a discount. And all that money you put toward that house, it's not even your house. You're essentially renting it for life. And people think, oh, you go down there and get yourself a house. No, you don't own it. Federal government owns it. And realistically, when shit hits the fan, they can just take it all back. And they have, and they can, and they will again. You see, the government really hasn't changed that much in the last couple hundred years. Still has the same policies, still has the same people running it. Oh, sure. Nowadays, we have more women in there. And trust me, them women are pissed. You see that uh, congressional hearing the other day? Ooh, they some pissed off women. So you best believe that within the next couple years, we're going to have a woman running the country. I don't know which one it's going to be, but it's going to be a woman. Ain't no doubt in my mind. So getting back to the people who think that the American Indians have it easy in this country, do me a big favor. Go to Google and look up a young American Indian man named Zachary Bearheels. Now Zachary Bearheels was trying to get back home. He was down in Omaha, Nebraska. And he suffered from schizophrenia. So he had some mental health issues. Well, they kicked him off the bus, so he was stranded at a little grocery store, a little mart. The police show up, and they try to arrest him, and he's probably confused, he's probably scared, he doesn't know what's going on. They handcuff him, and he's sitting next to the back of the car, because they tried to get him in, and he's like, no man, I ain't going in there. Well, they end up tasing him, something like 12 or 13 or 15 times. And during the tasing, somehow his hand came out of one of the cuffs. So the officer behind him proceeded to beat him in the head. He punched him something like 13 times in 15 seconds. Well, within the hour, Zachary Bearheels was dead. They killed him. So they go to court and they decide, no. He didn't die from the tasing. He didn't die from getting punched in the head hard. If you see the video, it was some massive blows to his head. 
And the coroner said that he died from what they call excited delirium. I don't know what the hell that is. Most of you probably don't know what the hell that is. But once you see the video, you'll see that it was not that. It wasn't that at all. At some point during this arrest, there was an officer that showed up, and his name was Officer Foreman. But I'm going to call him a pig. Strolled up and says, oh, and I'm going to quote this. He says, you got a fucking retard. And this cat got to keep his job. This is just one incident. It's been going on for 500 years, but it doesn't get any easier for American Indians as time goes by. I had an uncle up in Seattle one time in the mid-80s. Him and my stepdad were drinking a little bit, having a good old time downtown Seattle. And they got into a little bit of a scuffle with some white people. And the the cops came and they cuffed his hands behind his back, threw him down on his face, and then stomped on the cuffs. He could hardly ever move his thumbs again. And that was just another incident. Another thing, man. So I'm kind of wondering, where was the media? Where was the social media for Bear Heels, man? All he was trying to do was get home. Get back to his reservation. And he couldn't get there. It's not his fault that he wasn't taking his medication. When you have schizophrenia, I believe that somebody needs to monitor that shit. Somebody needs to be there to make sure you take it. Put it in their food or whatever. Because schizophrenia is a dangerous thing. Those cops didn't need to beat him like that. They didn't need to tase him like that. There's even video showing where he's in the back of one of the cars and he's saying, I'm thirsty, man. I'm dehydrated. I can't breathe. He's dead now. And my heart goes out to him and his family and all native peoples and all my ancestors. You see... It's not just black and white, man. It's red and white, too. It's not just as simple as black and white. There's no real gray area in there, man. It's the separation of colors. And the only ones that can't tell are the colorblind motherfuckers out there that cannot see what's really going on. They want to put a blind eye to the situations, a blind eye to what's going on in the world. We got a president who's up there saying... He's the only president that's ever done so much in the first two years of his presidency. He's so wonderful. So, so wonderful. No, you're not. There's a lot of nepotism going on up there in the White House. You see where, uh, what's his name? His uh, son-in-law gets to have carte blanche, man. Gets all the security clearance so he knows all the secrets in the world. All the secrets that the uh, United States government has. He gets to look at that. He gets to see that. He gets to go in there and look at everything. How is that even possible? How is this possible? And his daughter gets the same. How is it possible? Nepotism, baby. The president can sit up all day long and say, Oh, I have nothing to do with that. That's not my thing. I don't... Bullshit. You're the president. You can do whatever you want. And you know this. That's why you do the things you do. You're Don Trump. But the nepotism doesn't just stop there. It's everywhere. When I live down on the reservation, you'll notice that certain families have all the jobs, man. And if you're not one of the family, you're pretty much screwed, blued, and 
tattooed. I did once get a job down there on the Elwha, and I was in charge of the recreation hall. This was years ago. And I became the coach of the basketball team. Well, there was this one native kid, one Indian boy, who was one of the clan. And during a game, he gets mad, and he's telling the referee, Fuck you! Fuck you! And he's giving him the finger, and he's doing all this stuff. So I pull him out of the game. He gets kicked out of the game. I pull him off, and I, I kick him off the team. A week later, guess what? Batman was fired. He was fired because he kicked him off the team. And that's pretty much been on every reservation I've been associated with. As you see, some Indians think they're better than other Indians. And that's just not true, man. We're all the same. Just because we have a different name, a name that was given to our people by the whites, we're no better than anyone else, man. We're all the same. We need to get together and, and stop thinking that we're smarter than the other guy or we're more intelligent. I've seen you people down on the reservation getting jobs that you're not qualified for. I've seen you getting paid for jobs that you did not do. So stop thinking that you're better than anybody else. You're an Indian. You're an American Indian. And that is all we are. Nothing more, nothing less. Well, anyhow, folks, so I went on a little bit of a rant there. I'm going to be starting my new job tomorrow, and I'm a little anxious. Um, if you have any questions, like I said before, you can contact me at uwinton.elwa at the tribalbrandpodcast.com. Y'all have a great week. Peace. <laughs>